COVID-19 and helping children sustain through the season of trauma. If you haven't done so yet, I would encourage you to listen to my talk from last week called COVID-19 and Sustaining Through the Season of Trauma because it presents a background for this talk here about how we can help our children during this time. We need to understand our children are experiencing trauma as well uh, alongside the adults. Our children are especially susceptible to the spiritual, social, and emotional dynamics of what is happening in our society right now, as well as what's happening in our families. And frankly, we are in a battle right now for our children, emotionally, spiritually, socially. Now, by children, I mean anyone from birth to about 21 years old. We commonly make the mistake of assuming that our older children are more mature than they actually are. Now, we may think our children are doing well when actually they're not. It's better to prepare for them to have struggles and then they don't have any struggles than it is not to prepare at all. I want to give a word to parents right now. Please, please, please do not hear what I am sharing as yet another burden to add, suggesting that somehow if you've not done these things, you're a bad parent or something like that. Uh, I really don't want you to get that message from this talk. Uh, you are the parent that God wants you to be. You have Jesus. You have who you are in Christ. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Bible. You have everything you need for life and godliness in Christ Jesus. So please don't allow this talk to become a burden or yet another list of shoulds to add to your already growing list of shoulds. I, I really don't want you to feel like you should add all of these things on top of everything else that you're having to do in this very stressful time. I would also encourage you not to give in to the lie that your children are just fine or they're handling things well. Uh, it takes kids longer to begin processing and reacting to times of trauma, maybe even three to six months. Now, how can you recognize whether your children might be reacting to what is happening around them? Well, there are a number of common sudden reactions that children will have to increased stress around them. If any of these things suddenly pop up, then you know that they may be having a reaction to the trauma that is going on around them. Uh, suddenly seeming to be in a daze, uh, not paying attention, uh, just disconnected, uh, becoming unusually agitated or overactive. A third thing, uh, withdrawing from activities. Uh, a fourth thing, having a sudden burst of anxiety or fear. Uh, number five, abruptly becoming fixated on COVID-19 and its issues and, and whether or not we're all going to die. Number six, they might become rapidly disoriented. So it doesn't seem like they know what's going on around them. Or number seven, they have difficulty remembering things or they quickly forget things. So don't be surprised if your children, you tell your children to do something and they quickly forget what you've told them to do. Now, in addition to those seven, 
There are some reactions that children may develop over time the more that they are exposed to traumatic experiences like what we're going through with COVID-19. And I'll list 10 of these briefly. Number one, they will feel increasingly fearful and anxious. Number two, they may become clingy and more dependent on you than usual. Number three, they begin to show babyish behavior, uh, reverting to behaviors that they had grown out of. Number four, having trouble sleeping, uh, wetting the bed, or experiencing nightmares. Number five, having unusual aches, pains, and, and similar complaints. Number six, behaving more naughty than normal. Number seven, becoming grisly and grumpy and whingy all of a sudden. Number eight, throwing temper tantrums uh, or doing other attention-seeking behaviors. Number nine, struggling with schoolwork or learning activities in an unusual way. And number 10, feeling depressed. If you see any of these reactions, please understand these are normal reactions to the abnormal times we're living in. They do not indicate that something is wrong with your children. They do indicate what your children might be experiencing in ways that they can't express it with words. Uh, and understand as well that these reactions will not respond well to traditional methods of discipline or correction. Parents must not allow themselves to respond angrily to these reactions or to respond in ways that shame or blame your children for this inappropriate behavior. I'm giving you this list of behaviors so that if you see them in your child, you can say, oh, okay, I know what's going on here. I know they're not trying to be difficult or rebellious uh, or sinful. I, I know that they're experiencing something that they cannot fully express with their words. And so then out of that, you can help them more effectively to deal with the kinds of feelings and thoughts that they are experiencing. Now, I want to give you eight strategies that you can use to help children who are being affected by the traumatic season that we are in. These strategies will not only help your children during this time, but they actually can help your children even as you come out of this time of trauma and uh, in, into a more normal world again. Uh, it will help them grow and develop as healthy individuals in Christ. Strategy number one, practice daily family worship. Now, I don't mean you need to get a big band or something like that together, uh, but simply every day, come together, uh, do some Bible reading, doesn't have to be major, uh, some prayers, maybe some singing. If you like to sing together as a family, you can even put on a, a worship song from YouTube or something like that. But make sure that whatever you do engages everyone in some way. It's not just something that the father does and everybody listens to. Uh, it's something that everybody participates in, in one way or another. Now, this daily family worship doesn't have to be a long period of time. Uh, even 15 minutes every day 
can make a really, really big difference. Strategy two, use the time of lockdown to intentionally disciple and train your children. Teach them how to pray. Show them how to read the Bible for themselves. Help them to get to know God as he's revealed in the Bible. Teach them how to listen for God and hear God for themselves, how to recognize when God might be speaking to them. Help your children also recognize spiritual attacks and how to deal with them. If they're suddenly afraid in the middle of the night, teach them to say, in the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command anything demonic to leave my presence. Uh, Things like that uh, are very powerful for children. And be sure that you talk with them about Jesus as much as possible as part of your natural daily conversation. Don't just wait for special times, but interweave Jesus in the gospel with all of your normal conversations around the house so that your children come to understand Jesus as a living reality in your family. Strategy number three, be the parent. In this season, your children need to understand that you are in authority in their lives. So keep your family roles clear. Make sure everybody knows what they're supposed to do. Don't allow your child to have too much responsibility in the house. It can actually become a big burden for them. Be patient when your child struggles to do something that you expect of them. Reassure your children that they are safe and will be cared for. Help your children frame and understand what is happening from a biblical perspective. Help them to have the bigger picture and know that God is in control in this situation in their lives. Strategy number four, engage your children's imagination and creativity. For younger children, engage them in pretend play, uh, let them do some drawing or some other kind of artistic expression. Uh, For older children, uh, help them to write music, uh, poetry, essays, or even a play that you could perform together as a family. Uh, Drawing and other kinds of artistic expression are good for them as well. And as you interact with what they're doing, what they're drawing, what they're saying, be careful to interact with anything that seems dark in a non-judgmental way. Uh, This is just an important way for children to express sometimes the darkness of the feelings that they are experiencing. Strategy number five, give your children intentional and individual space to talk. Spend time listening to them, but be sure to ask them focused, open-ended questions, not like, how are you, but what have you been thinking about? What is God saying to you? What do you think about the sky? Any kind of question to to engage them. Encourage them to express their fears and anxieties. Encourage them to share how they feel without trying to mitigate or moderate those feelings. Sometimes they might share things that are very hard and difficult, and everything in us wants to just wrap them up and comfort them and make those feelings go away but we need to allow them to express the difficult feelings very openly uh, because that will help them process those feelings. 
Give your child extra encouragement and, and special attention if they need it. Listen and talk to them about what they are experiencing. Honest, open discussion really is best, even about your own concerns and your own fears. Understand, kids can handle it with your help. They can deal with this time. Strategy number six, plan weekly family fun nights. Have a weekly shared fun activity as a family. It might be watching a film or playing games together or uh, any number of other things, cooking together. Uh, but make it something that is special, something that is out of the ordinary for what you're doing uh, in your daily life. Uh, sometimes even let the children direct the activities. But having these special times together as a family are very powerful and healing for children. Strategy seven, ensure your children get daily exercise and rest. Obviously get the children outside as much as possible. Uh, maintain your bedtime routines and your rituals. And also make sure that you are getting your own daily exercise and rest. And the final strategy, strategy eight, aggressively engage in spiritual warfare over your children. Do not underestimate how much Satan wants your children right now and wants to attack your children right now. So pray for them explicitly. Take clear authority over the demonic and command it to leave and not influence or attack your children. Make sure that their, their bedroom or their sleeping living space is spiritually cleansed. Pray over it, uh, asking for God's peace and love uh, and joy to rest in that place, commanding anything of the darkness to leave that place. Pray that their space might be safe and holy for them. And as part of this, be alert to demonic attacks, especially in the form of a sudden fear, sudden anxiety, sudden nightmares, uh, or sudden, unusual, difficult behaviors on the part of your children. Now, these are great strategies to help your children sustain during the season of trauma that we're in with COVID-19. So how do you move forward in this? Well, don't try to do them all at once. Pick one to start. Pick one place to start. My recommendation would be family worship. But pick one place to start and build that into your lives and then pick another one and one after another, just add them in until they become more and more routine in your lives. Again, please don't allow this to be a burden or don't think that you have to do it all. You are a great parent. You are the person that God has made you to be for your children. Be confident in that, but also be on your guard because this is a key time for our children and we want them to emerge from this season of trauma healthy and strong, fully in love with Jesus and following Jesus with their whole lives. God bless you in this. I'm Reverend Rod Woods, minister of City Temple, and this does not represent the views of City Temple. They're just my own views, but I pray God's best for you during this season we're in.